You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's ready to buy, buy, sell, sell, buy. I don't know how the stock market works. <laughs> I'm Cody, and I'm going to invest all my assets into Consolidated Roth or IRA? I'm Sam, and I just keep all my stuff in a mattress. Yeah. I don't mean money, I mean everything. <laughs> just everything in a mattress. And I'm uh, the wolf that lives on Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the werewolf on Wall Street. <laughs> I'd watch that. that I would too. Cool. That would be a good movie. That, like, like Teen Wolf all grown up. Yeah, that sounds like a, like a wolf cop style. Yeah, it kind of like. does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> hey, thank you all for tuning into the show this week. We have a great show for you. A uh, bunch of news to go over. A lot of news that we are not qualified to talk about, but we're going to do our darndest. But we're going to get to that. But first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! Come on, Cranky, take it to the fridge. Let's take this to the fridge, guys. So, what do we want to start with? You want to just start with uh, WandaVision? Sure. It's kind of the big one. Yeah, I mean, it's the one thing I think we've all watched. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we watched WandaVision, the new Marvel Disney Plus a limited series, I guess it'd be safe to say. It's I yeah. mean it's it's not yeah. like they're gonna it's not like the Mandalorian where they're planning on making multiple seasons because honestly I don't know how they could do multiple seasons of this when by the end of this season the conceit is going to be up. Yeah. It, it wouldn't work. It really wouldn't yeah, work. Yeah, the joke the joke doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So WandaVision, it is about uh the Scarlet Witch and the vision from the uh Marvel's popular Marvel movies. At least the, that version of the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Well, I don't think they ever call her the Scarlet Witch in the MCU. They did in uh, Age of Ultron. Oh, did they? I believe so. No, no, they didn't. I don't... No, you're right. They didn't because uh, the way the rights worked, they could use the characters, but they couldn't be use mutants the and they couldn't use the names. That's right. That's, 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 why, that's why the X-Men gets uh, Quicksilver. Quicksilver. And we got Pietro. And we got Pietro and Wanda. At some point, somebody's got to be, who is that scarleted witch? <laughs> <laughs> who is that witch with the scarlet? No. Uh, so, yeah. So what is this show about? We don't know yet. Yes. <laughs> that's a, a good way to put it. That's a good point. <laughs> the show on its uh, on its front facing it looks like it is a uh, really interesting uh, like uh, pastiche of uh, classic sitcoms. Yeah. Like the first two episodes are in black and white. Minus a few splashes of color, mm-hmm. but set in different decades. Uh, yeah. the, the first one is definitely like honeymooners and absolutely the Dick Van Dyke show. Oh yeah. Whereas like they, the sec- they straight up make like a Dick Van Dyke reference, like in the opening. Yeah. While the second episode is more bewitched, uh, bewitched and um, like mm-hmm. early I dream of Jeannie, that sort of, mm-hmm. and then the next sort of one's still a little bit bewitched. <laughs> it's still a little bit bewitched, but, but, but it's, also Brady's. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the bewitched went to color. That's true. Uh, after a while, and, so did and, I and, Dream of Genie. And Darren became a completely different man. <laughs> he did become a complete. That would have been a great joke if, for one episode, the Vision is a different person. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, get not, Dick Sargent not, instead of <laughs> Dick York. Yeah. He's not. Uh, he's not Paul Bailey anymore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Should just get another British actor in Somebody there. Somebody else named Paul. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. 
but uh but no this show it's amazing it is kind of a slow burn which i kind it, of enjoy yeah. Ooh, it's 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 definitely like it's definitely in the crock pot yeah oh it's it's so refreshing to see them do something different with yes. these characters absolutely absolutely i i love the slow burn i love the mystery with it i mean i i being a comic fan i know where this is going yes but it's fun to see it kind of unravel in a way that is unique to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. And like each episode like is, especially the first two, like the black and white ones, are really goofy, mm-hmm. really fun. But as the third the, one's pretty goofy too. Oh, yeah. But as the, but like in a Brady kind of way. Well, yeah. Yeah. But as the episodes go, there's definitely more suspense and more serious moments that well, are getting it's like bit. real life is starting to seep into yeah, the like they're getting more okay yeah, they, at this, at they this all point, have this underlying layer of cynicism a little bit yeah darkness although to be honest the darkness and cynicism kind of hits you on the head with a hammer and much in the same way the action does with a lot of the marvel stuff there's not oh, much yeah. there's not much subtlety to this there's mm, only no. a set of uh completely unsubtle like action it is bl- like blunt force action this is blunt force suspense like the music changes people's facial expressions change cameras camera positions and mm-hmm. lighting yeah should at this point should we say spoilers uh spoilers abound oh yeah yeah if you're not if if you don't have disney plus and you're if you have disney plus and you're not watching this this is on you this is spoiler territory <laughs> especially because these episodes are about 27 minutes a piece yeah they are there's not a whole lot to spoil yet either yeah uh, episode three we don't really know f- for sure really anything. Right. yeah uh there's going to be some spoilers and there's going to be some speculation let's put it that way because i have speculation on quite a few things that might be what's happening also but there we'll are, see there are some deep cuts in oh, these yeah. sh- in these like the background stuff in this show. Oh yeah. So okay, let's say 5 10 minutes. All right. All and right. then we'll let's, cut and then by then we'll be on to something else yeah, for folks who want to skip and come back. Okay, 3 2 1. So she's taken over a town. Yeah. 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 It or seems that way. If she hasn't taken it over, it's her prison. No, I, I, that could be one way of interpreting it. The way I'm seeing it is post Endgame, she has taken the body of the Vision to this small idyllic town and is forcing her uh, televised, um, uh, idealized television um, world, world view fantasy onto the uh, Denzians of this small West, w- Midwestern town. I don't think the town exists. I think it does. And I think the people that are in that, the other people like in the town are uh, half mind wiped, half being puppeted around. Mm-mm. I think, I think the real question is whether or not wanted is doing it on purpose or doing it on accident. <laughs> I think that's going to be the big twist. I believe I believe people are assuming that she's being manipulated where it's I have a feeling the twist is going to be that oh no no she knows exactly what she's doing. Especially in like is episode 1? No. Episode, episode 2 episode she re- two. she she physically rewinds 
the what happened. The world. Well, she and does it, it in two and three. And three, oh, there, yeah, there's yeah. like a skip. It's almost oh, like yeah, a I skip for, in the tape. I, I forgot. Almost. I yeah. forgot she did that with the vision because he mm. kind of had like a moment. And yeah, then he she starts like, figuring it out. And then, and then she resets it and he completely changes what he says. Which is which is why I believe she is actually puppeting around uh, a broken non non functioning vision through all of this. See, I don't know if, if that the whole thing about you about the town because in episode three when you actually see the outside of the town. It looks like it's been abandoned for a long time. Uh, what, possi- par- what parts you see of it? Possibly, like, but I still think the people in the town are real people. Being but if you go into the names of a around. lot of these people, they are references. Oh, Doctor to- Nelson is like Nelson ratings from um, episode three. Herb is the high evolutionary. Ag- <laughs> Agnes. Yeah. Agnes is um, uh, Agatha Harkness. The yeah, yes, the uh, Arcana. Was that what her? Was that, was that what her, her? I think she always just went by Agatha Harkness. She was a witch. Yeah, she is like witch. Marvel's first witch. Yes, she's ancient. Yes, like, that's the other thing that makes me wonder if if this is a prison for magical beings. Well, there was a theory online uh, that my dad actually talked to me about because he because my folks have been watching this. They they try to keep up with this stuff, and I mean they're not as um, in the know. And they're not as well. I not not to say in the know they are not as dialed into like the minutia of this stuff as we are because you know we're nerds uh but um but they were you know they were talking to me about this and the one thing that he one theory that he had uh read online and I kind of made me pause and kind of go okay I can kind of see it the theory that the not Agatha but the other neighbor the mean neighbor oh, the, the blonde the blonde uh, the blonde one oh yeah who yeah. controls the committee or whatever that she the for the children that she is actually uh metfisto mephisto mephisto the marvel's mm. version of, of the devil of the devil kind of because of a couple of uh things a, a way she was referred to in episode two about oh she, you know devils in the details and mm. like this that and the other because Mephisto or Mephisto. I can never say that correctly. Mephisto. 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 Kit Fisto. Kit Fi- yes, Kit Fisto. <laughs> Aquat- aquatic Jedi, yep. Kit Fisto. That's right. Um, he was, or it, they were um, integral in the uh, Wanda having twins. Yes. Because he uh, was using her to try to birth a couple of demons onto the mortal plane. Yes and no, right? More or less. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. I thought it was more like they were trying to create some kind of super being or something. Something like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the theory is she is being manipulated, but not t- like a lot of it is Wanda's own doing, but part of it is Mephisto. Kind of like a House of M kind of thing. Kind of. She- kinda. And uh, Agatha is actually there uh, going through the motions. She She's aware of the reality of what is going on and is going through the motions to try to subtly combat combat. She Mephisto. seems, she seems self-aware and she show. does, es- especially episode two where they're going through and doing like the bridge club thing yes. and she's getting drunk and starting to act kind of out of character for a show of that time saying <laughs> how, how did people sit through this kind of dialogue, <laughs> right. that sort of thing. Um, so and that's also in episode three when she's talking to Herb and he's, sitting there trying to say something and she keeps cutting them off. She cuts them off and it, um, yeah. So she yes. She's definitely aware. Yeah. Um, and the further 
into the Scarlet Witch's psychoses we go, I think the more cracks are going to start to show. Oh, yeah. And I think more and more is going to happen. Also, kudos on them bringing in S.W.O.R.D. Like the... Well, S.W.O.R.D. was kind of teased at the end of uh, Endgame. Uh, very little, yeah. I a mean, the, bit. you really don't see what the what, what it's called, but you definitely see the S.W.O.R.D. base in space. Yeah. Although I... I know in the comics, sword is the uh, extraterrestrial arm of shield, kind of. Well, not just it's, that. It's like shield, but for space. Yeah, and but it, for but it's still part of shield, right? Uh, I wonder if this version of sword is more um, Magic. uh, magical, well, like th- protection against th- magical. Um, I think in the in the in the MCU anyway, the sword acronym. And the Ministry of Magic. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, instead of I think it's said instead of a uh, strategic world something i think it's strategic weapons Wep- weapons of yeah like maybe yeah maybe they're like uh, people who are designated weapons of mass destruction well, because of their <laughs> swarmed well, see, that, 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 that's what makes me wonder if this is a prison for maybe people they can't control mm, maybe or some sort of uh program to like reprogram them to be more uh pliable maybe yeah, perhaps. Um, because there, there, a, a theory I saw online, and it talked about um, episode two real heavy about them keep going, like keep repeating that in, the, in unison, that weird separate wise kind of for way. For the children? For the children. And the fact that um, the one lady that you think is Mephisto's mm-hmm. husband is fired from his job that the vision gets. Oh, yeah. And the fact that maybe they were trying to create these children, these like super children were, or whatever. Uh, maybe like and, they were kind of the for the children that kind of implanted the subconscious idea of, hey, maybe the Scarlet Witch should have a kid. Well, no, I think it's more they were trying whatever they're trying to create, either some kind of super weapon or whatever. Mm-hmm. They failed and Wanda and Vision are the next step to create what they want to create. See, I I don't know if I... I mean, I'll be interested to see where it goes, and if that's where it goes, that's interesting and different from from the source material, certainly. Well, yeah, because the original comic, uh, Wanda and Vision, is what this is loosely based on. Very incredibly loosely based on, which nice, uh, nice, also uh, deep pull, their uh, magician names, Dazzle and Glimmer, Mm -hmm. are based on... Um, aliases that they took in Wanda and illusion. the Vision. It was illusion and glamour. Uh, li- illusion and glamour. Sorry, yeah, I have a bad memory for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Directly pulled from the old Wanda and the Vision comic. Yes. So, but who will trigger the human instrumentality project? <laughs> I also think that the the babies are going to age incredibly rapidly. Oh yeah! By the time they hit Roseanne, you'll have teens. You're gonna have teens. They're gonna have sassy teens. With probably powers, probably we got to be close to our five minutes. Uh, one, yeah, we'll we'll do two <laughs> I mean, more minutes I mean, of this, we, and then yeah. we got to move on. I mean, we we can speculate all day long because there's not enough information. Yeah, but also there's the sword logo all over everything. Mm-hmm. Geraldine, uh, Geraldine is or Monica Rambeau, mm-hmm. the, the 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 daughter of Captain Marvel's best friend. Yep, who is obviously she some was kind a, of agent. Yep, she was a she was a teen. She was a kid in captain marvel but it's it's the same character yes as an adult now yeah um randall park is supposed to show up they've been saying 
they think that he's the one that they that's been calling it over the the uh, speaker saying Wanda Wanya can you hear me who's doing this to you yeah oh yeah that's Randall Park from uh, Ant Man Cat Dennings is but Darcy's supposed to show up Dar- too she is See, too I, yeah I heard I saw I, I couldn't really tell with the voice over the radio but some people were were wondering if it was um agent um Coulson no the uh, the goofy Asian guy that was in um, Randall Park. Oh, is that the same guy? Same okay. guy. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's a funny guy. Yeah. He's a, he's a good actor. Yeah. He was in a romantic comedy called Always Be My Maybe on hmm. uh, Netflix. It's actually really good. It's actually really, really good. Um, And then there's like all the weird little references in the uh, little Strucker timepiece. Yeah. The Strucker timepiece. Hydra wash. The Hydra wash. Uh, that was the, a good one. That, that was, was clever. A, that was a really <laughs> the, good one. The Stark toaster. Stark toaster. Uh, the Grim Reaper, the not the physical manifestation of, of death, but like the Marvel villain. His helmet is in the animated intro for the Bewitched episode. I, I love it was, that animated it was. intro. Too. Yeah, it was oh really God. good. Yeah, that was a really good animation. Also, also did you notice in uh, the black and white portions of WandaVision, uh, when Vision changed his face from human face to regular Vision face, it did like that weird bewitch sparkle. Sparkle, yeah. But when you get to the seventies part of it, it mm-hmm. actually did the full, yeah, like well, because special effects have gotten a little better yeah. as yes. they go. Um, he had to paint himself blue for the black and white episodes because the red didn't show up on the black and white cameras. <laughs> That's funny. M- much like Tobias Funke, yeah, <laughs> his vision a never nude. <laughs> He might be a never nude or he I might guess, not have a choice because he's a robot. Yeah. <laughs> Although I guess he does kind of create his own clothing with his hologram projector. So he might be an always nude. Mm. True. Yeah. All right. So I think we've hit our, our, our time on we're, the, we're starting to get uh, Brody Bruce about it a little here. bit. Yeah. Let's, let's move on from that. Um, I actually have a couple more checkums. So I went on a tear of uh, very bad, bad, bad Amazon Prime movies. Oh, there's a lot of those. Amazon Prime. Okay, so for the different movie like uh, apps like Hulu and Netflix, Amazon Prime seems to be the one that close most closely resembles going to your video rental place on a Friday night <laughs> and just picking something based on the VHS box. Because <laughs> I think the barrier of entry to Amazon Prime is that is there moving images and sound is does it hit an hour yeah. that's and even even that's not even that strictly yeah like regulated no but um so one movie i watched was called a fight of fury it that sounds really familiar uh it is a tw- it was made in 2020 Ooh. by a, a nepalese kung fu master named shuni b hmm. he it's hard to explain a lot of movies get compared to the room and most of them <laughs> are unfair comparisons. This yeah, most one, of the things that are compared to the room are nothing like the no, room. they're nothing like the room. <laughs> this might be the closest to action movie. The room. This is, this is more of a ego driven, uh, self insert. I am the best hero of all time ever movie than Miami connection. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he takes, he takes, he's a one man army against trafficking. Uh, trafficking yeah. Like yeah. trafficking. Yeah. Trafficking. Wait, wait, so this is taken? Yes and no. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, that's pretty it, much it, the story of taken. It is kind of taken. However, 
a lot was taken completely overdubbed. Like every it's shot in, in Los Angeles. So it's not, so everyone's speaking English, but it's clear that they filmed it without audio and went back and dubbed everything afterwards. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And does your lead try to put on a Sylvester Stallone accent while also having a Nepalese accent? Does he, does, does your lead character in Taken also expouse like big heady, like Confucius, Confucius the, style, yeah. like big long paragraphs and big long speeches. Every scene that he's in about, about being the best and doing what is right and everything. If man were to become human, that would be a pretty cool thing. That is a direct line for this movie. Confucius say man stand on toilet high on pot. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, it has one of the most frustrating endings I've ever seen because they they wanted to set it up for a sequel. <laughs> so instead of having a cliffhanger, the movie just ends. <laughs> At one point halfway through the movie, the um, uh, villain kidnaps Shuni B's daughter, of which also this movie is an ego project for his daughter <laughs> because his daughter also does a lot of kung fu. Which is cool. It's cool to see. And th- I mean, they are both technically competent fighters. That's not like it's bad. I mean, their punches are missing by a mile, but that's because they have no stage choreography. choreography, you know, choreographer. Acting. They are like practical martial artists. So, so this isn't like, you know, uh, like Shatner karate chopping people. <laughs> no, no. This is this is someone who really knows how to throw a punch to hit and hurt missing by a mile because they don't want to hit or hurt anyone the stuntmen yeah so the daughter gets kidnapped five scenes later shuni even though she's good at karate even though she's good at karate yeah uh five scenes later shuni b decides i should probably do something about it he he um uh nunchucks a guy to death and then the movie ends nunchucks a guy to death without saving his daughter huh Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it's incredibly frustrating <laughs> because it's like, where? No, why? I think I yelled no, why when the movie <laughs> ended because it was so frustrating. <laughs> now I'll find you, daughter. Boom, Credits. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, right. Pretty much. Yeah. Wait, it's a JoJo? Kind of ends. Yeah, it just got very abrupt. Yeah. <laughs> The other, the last thing, and I can't talk about this much because I did not actually finish it. It's very rarely am I defeated by a bad movie. Ooh. Ooh, this must this, be a real stinker. It is called Phobe, the xenophobic project. And it is a- Xenophobic. Yes. Okay. Yes. It is about an alien who is actually a Canadian man in a ghillie suit with a fake laser gun wandering <laughs> around like, like some kind of jerk in the wilderness and this overweight Canadian guy who is an alien man, bounty hunter, who is on Earth trying to stop them. It is severely, severely Canadian. It was made for a grand total of $250. <laughs> is this the, Canadian dollars? Uh, it's Canadian dollars. Oh, uh, so it's worth less. Cana- Canadian <laughs> 1991 dollars. Ooh. Yeah. Here's, okay, that is with an asterisk. It actually would have cost about $5,000, but the woman who wrote, directed, and produced the film worked for a local U- uh, UHF or Canadian equivalent UHF television station. <laughs> U-A. And, 
<laughs> UAF. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And used all of their film equipment uh, after hours over the span of like three years. So uh, people have very different uh, lengths of mullet and they all have mullets. There is a scene where the uh, the lead is like giving his big speech about how he has to, and I'm going to interpret best I can. He has to, uh, he has to go find the alien and uh, take him back to his planet. That's the delivery style. <laughs> Sorry, just just so bored. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's terrible. I have about 20 minutes left of it. I promise I will finish it someday. <laughs> but right now, I have better things to do. There's like straight up fan made sequels to Manos. Oh, on I bet. Yeah. They're bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that movie sounds terrible. Oh, it is. It is just the worst. And yeah, like the villain, the villain is a man in a ghillie suit. The one of those like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's wearing a um, uh, laser uh, or paintball or like laser uh, laser tag helmet. He's like the world's worst Roman, the robot monster. <laughs> it's it's just the worst. Oh, it's just like, the worst. That sounds like an awful stinker. Yeah. I watched Kong Skull Island the other day. Oh, yeah. How was I it? I figured I should catch up for. Uh, uh, the, the Godzilla big, versus Kong for for the for the big fight. Yeah, let them the, fight. <laughs> I re- I thought it was good. I mean, it was. I really like Kong Skull Island. Yeah, I thought it was a good movie. I haven't watched it. I need to watch it. It wasn't like smart or anything, <laughs> but the big monkey did a punch a lot, and that's all I really wanted. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> yeah. and Samuel Jackson is like the angriest army man ever. Yeah, <laughs> man, he is a rageful rageful dude his entire character is i'm mad that we didn't win vietnam <laughs> wow okay I mean, all right that's a that's a way to take yeah. it yeah yeah oh and then you know john goodman's in it too yeah so is john c Riley, right yeah he is oh john c Riley is very good in it uh, too. he's a he's a he's a world war ii veteran who's trapped on a pacific island who's been there since the is war is there a kring krong on that planet <laughs> Jack Frott. Jack Frott. <laughs> there was at least three Crank Kongs at one point. <laughs> Jack Frott. <laughs> but he is really funny in it. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he's the loopy guy that's been stuck on an island since 1940, mm-hmm. and it's now 1970. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yep. He has, like, moments of, like, clarity, <laughs> and then he seeps right back into, like, you know, isolation weirdness. But he's he's incredibly friendly though. Oh yeah, also. but he's not. But he wasn't like in true isolation though, because he was basically living with that tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Does he get any shushi on that planet? I'm, what do we I'm, have here? The building blocks of shushi: <laughs> shushi meat, peaches, and guacamole. I would assume so. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I bet they ate. I mean, he, yeah. he did befriend uh, a Japanese guy. <laughs> it's true. Oh, he might have had some shushi. They, he crash lands on the island, and this is the very beginning of the movie with a Japanese soldier, and they, I guess, they become hate fr- each other, but then they become friends. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. But also because the island is like you know Australia to eleven. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, Kong's not the only giant uh, monster on this island. Naturally, I think the original movie had. Did they have it, other giant monsters? There's a there's, there's a, a spider. There's a, and, there's a spider and a dinosaur. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. now there's there's a big stick bug. Mm, there's nice. a big water buffalo, and I'm I'm not. I think there's like a big mosquito too, or something. Some kind of bug. I, there's yeah. a lot of real big monsters and cool fight scenes. Like 
Well, fantastic. And also Kong is stupid huge. Yeah, he's real big and real just real cool. And, like he stands above the trees and like the trees are like really big trees and they stop at like mid calf. That's that's awesome. He's, he's big a, he's big monkey and he's cool and tough. <laughs> Speaking of big monkeys that are cool and tough, I've been playing the Donkey Kong Country series. Oh, nice. I just beat one and I'm like into the second area in two. Cool. Still hold up? Oh, yeah. First one, definitely. Mm. There were some parts, especially late game, where I was like, this is stupid hard. <laughs> this is stupid hard. The one with the barrels that light on fire and you got to jump across them, that is a nightmare. I didn't really have too hard that one. The ones I had the hardest time with were like, um, for some reason, the, the one where you're riding the track that you have to constantly gas up. Oh, yeah, you got to hit the fuel barrels to yeah. keep the, yeah. Mm. Uh, that mm. one got me real hard. And then... Um, there was one where I kept dying right at the end because of a stupid claptrap <laughs> coming out of the stupid exit door. Mm. And no matter how many times I prepared for it. Oh, it's the same one with the uh, the stop and go barrels on the rock. on the rock. Oh, rock monster. The rock like, rock. Yeah. Second one. Is the best one. It's, it's very good. But at the same time, I'm to the point, I'm like, this is almost too easy. But again, it's the beginning of the game. Yeah, it gets harder. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I remember. Call it to <laughs> come back to it after you've done like Bramble Scramble. <laughs> Ooh, that one's the worst. Uh, but I also forgot how fun it is to play as Dixie Kong. Oh, yeah. She's a lot of fun. That they're, float. They're, yeah, where they're floating, you mm-hmm. know, helicopter hair. And, yep. Like, I, I don't want, anytime I have to be Diddy, I'm like, I don't want to be Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. But I also really enjoy the music in two. Like, the. Oh, I mean, I, yeah, I love the, the, music. the music. I love gets, the music in yeah, all of them, but yeah, yeah. two's music is real good. Yeah, it's Let's, got the piratey music. It, oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I hate to cut you off, but That's we got to take a break. And when we come back, we'll get into some news.
Hey, we're back. That was Gangplank Galleon remix from Super Smash Brothers. It's a great track. Yeah. King oh. K. Rules theme. Yeah. I'm so glad they put him in the game. Oh, he's such me a too. good character. He, he's a, he's a lot of fun, fun to play. He's, to play. He's, he's probably one of my, my I guess... Main? Yeah. Is that your main? I, I would say he's my main, but he's up there. He's up there in a character that I pick a yeah. lot. He's definitely my top three, probably. Yeah. Before we get into the news and everything, top three Smash characters that we play as. Banjo. Mm. Okay. K. Rule, Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario? Dr. That's, Mario. That's a good list. Uh, I have uh, uh, Ganondorf, Bowser, and uh, I'm actually pretty good with a, um, a Game & Watch. Actually, was I've really been into Bowser, too, at least yeah. back when the game came out. Mm-hmm. They really, I think they powered him up a little bit. I think they did, yeah. Josh? DK. Okay. Bowser. Yeah. K. Rule. There you go. There we go. We like the heavy boys on this <laughs> in at Nerd Overload. Anyway, let's get into some news. This one's for you, Mark. I don't know. I just picked one. <laughs> this you, one's for you, Morph. You can't go wrong with 90s X-Men. That's right. It's so cheesy and I love it. <laughs> They're taking over my mind. <laughs> I love it. It's on yeah. Disney Plus now. It is. All five seasons. Don't watch that fifth season. <laughs> they they shipped the, the animation to somewhere. It, it wasn't... The, uh, the cheapest possible the place. The cheapest possible. Was. Yeah, because they wanted to hit 100 episodes. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get that syndication. That's right. So let's get into some news. And you know what? We've been talking about King Kong. We've been talking about Donkey Kong. Let's talk about some Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> Oh no, here goes the news. Go, go, Godzilla. <laughs> Almost the song this wow. week. I know. Very close. Wow. It's like the Blue Oyster Cult is right here <laughs> yeah. in the office. Yeah. So you definitely committed to that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So, anyway, there's a trailer for Godzilla versus Kong, the culmination of this, I guess, three yeah, or possibly it, four movies. Three movies. Three. Well, this will be number four. Yeah, technically, it's the fourth film. Yeah, yeah. Because this it, four movie trilogy, it all started with Kong Skull Island. No. Yes. No. Godzilla. Godzilla was first. Was it? Godzilla. Yes, it was. Oh, that's right. Because they snuck in the Godzilla part at the end of Kong, and no one knew that it was going to be a tie-in. What? What? No. no. I'm pretty sure Kong. I'm pretty, no. 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 It was the Gareth Edwards Godzilla. Godzilla. Then yeah, it, was it was Kong. 20, then it was, it was tw- Kong Skull Island. And then Godzilla, King of Monsters. Yes, and now this one. And now Godzilla versus Kong, where they go, they go uh, seven rounds in the squared circle. <laughs> Before we weigh in on this trailer, you got to pick one. Oh, I pick Godzilla. Yeah, same. I mean, I mean, they definitely said they said there is going to be a, a defined winner in the film. Is it Mothra? Is the winner Mothra? It should be. Is the winner the audience? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> we don't know if that's true or well, not. Well, that's, hey, that's hey, true. I'm hoping it is like, you know, just mindless destruction like the like the first Pacific Rim because I love that cheesy movie. Yes. I will be more accepting of the fact that it's mindless destruction because it's Godzilla and Kong. Uh-huh. Which I wasn't so much for Pacific Rim because I wanted more out of that film. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope there is more destruction and less of the boring human parts. And typically I am the type of person that is like, no, give me some of the grounding, you know, let me give me a little bit of meat on that. 
you can still on look that at bone, Shin Godzilla. That's almost all human all pe- parts. All people. And, and that's it's a fine. Fantastic film. But historically, <laughs> the Godzilla movies, the human element is the worst, most boring part. Definitely in the first one. <laughs> Absolutely in the first one. I mean, well, I mean, Although the Mudos were I, pretty bad, too. Yeah, but that, oh, I thought you were talking about like no, the no, 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 no. I'm first, about, first No, one. no, no. I'm not talking about that one. I'm not talking about black and white. I'm talking about in this, the 2014. No, the original Godzilla was great because Raymond Burr was in it. Only in that version. Yeah, if you're watching that version and not Gojira. <laughs> Listen, his, name, call it. his <laughs> name in the movie was Steve Martin. And he's a wild and crazy yeah. guy. He was a wild and crazy guy. Yeah, but they completely cut out the cool Japanese scientist with the eye patch. Well, that's true. But also, it's Perry Mason. It's, he's, <laughs> it's Perry Mason, you guys. And, you ever watch any old Perry Mason? It's freaking great. My my only my only uh, act, uh, reference for Perry Mason is the Aussie song. Yeah, no. No? Perry no, Mason's got, great, though. Yeah, I, I know the song you're talking about. Okay. Thank you. Anyway, anyway, so, Godzilla, Godzilla versus, versus Kong. Kong. The trailer looked pretty amazing. Yeah. There is plenty of Kong and or Godzilla action. Yep. Godzilla uh, does does a fire breath and Kong has some kind of axe. Yep. The fire breath is my main point on why Godzilla would win. Uh, because he, he has a projectile. Breath. Yeah. Yeah, he spams projectile. This is like a, a, a Ryu versus uh, Zangief <laughs> type situation. Yeah, the uh, just just spam uh, spam fireball until the until your life bar is depleted. I don't care how many hundred hand slaps you do, King uh, Kong. Yeah. That's not a Zangief move. That's E Honda. That's E Honda. Yeah, you could have said Atomic Pile Driver, but you know he's not going to get close enough. Yeah, Golden Lariat. Listen, no one can do a standing seven twenty. That's just <laughs> impossible. Oh, also the fact that it looks like maybe Godzilla actually heads to actual Tokyo in Fine. one of the scenes. That's cool. I hope the battle wages across the globe. Like yeah. they're so big and they're running and they're just everywhere. They're just all over the place fighting. And there's a solid hour where they're underwater and nobody can see them. And that's where you can fit all of the boring human parts. I mean, that's it's where everyone that's, could take a that's, nap. That's go the, to the restroom, get three full of popcorn. <laughs> that's the 2014 Godzilla. Well, that too. I'm saying they could do it here too. It's like 90% of the movie is either them swimming or them running in the dark. I mean, listen guys, they could put it all together at once. We're going to be watching it at home. You could just fast forward that stuff. It's true. <laughs> um, I did like the fact that they made Kong look older. Yeah. Then he does nice. in skull and skull Island. Mm-hmm. A more, a more, an older, more dignified. Yes. Kong. Yes. Gentleman Kong. Gentleman Kong. I, I like the red Windsor knot tie that yes. he wears. That is very good. Yes. Yes. But where where are you gonna find a barrel that big? Yeah, though? is he gonna yes. get a real big barrel? Yeah. That would be great if that actually happened though. If he threw something well, kind of like a barrel. In the trailer, it looks like they kind of are maybe possibly setting up the recreation of the scene from the original Kong versus Godzilla, where he was a robot? No. With the tree. Oh, yeah. Because the part in the trailer where Kong grabs a tree Grab, and, and rips all the branches off, off of and it. And starts beating him well, with it. Well, he does that yeah. on in Skull Island, too. Yeah. Yeah, but like in the Kong versus Godzilla, he grabs that thing and tries to shove it down Godzilla's throat. Yeah. No, I'm I'm all for this. I Give me give me big, big monster punch. I, I like if it was in theaters, I might have seen it. 
but mm-hmm. since I can watch it on HBO Max, nothing will stop me from at, seeing at, it. Exactly. At no, yep. at no added cost. Yeah, yes. exactly. It's like, I don't know if I'd pay, you know, $14 to go see this, but I will all definitely oh, I would, pay no dollars. I, I feel kind of bad because this does seem like one of the, one of the few movies that would benefit from the large screen and the massive surround sound. Oh, yeah. Just from the atmosphere and the sound and everything. I'm not going to go to a theater to see it. No. But <laughs> if if theaters were open and it were safe to do so, I, I would oh, potentially yeah. shell oh, out yeah. the extra I point. have watched every one of these films in theater, I think. I mean, like, I would go, but, like... It's one of those where, like, I really, really want to go see it, but if some something came up and I never ended up seeing it, it wouldn't have broken my heart uh, type yeah. of situation. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the whole weird axe thing he has, and I don't think he makes that. I think it's something he finds, because I think it might be left over from it's the- It's a found equipable yeah, item. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a legendary artifact, if you will. Yeah, there we go. Made Plus, out of the spine of maybe another Godzilla. Yep. Yeah. Because you see in the trailer and he like does this flying overhead monkey chop thing mm-hmm. and Godzilla's using his atomic breath, but it's being absorbed by the axe head. That's pretty that's, rad. That's the only way they can make it a fair fight is by giving King Kong a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that whole, fair. That whole, that whole, you know, ape using tools thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. And Godzilla's going to be the anthill he sticks the stick in. Yeah. <laughs> I saw an image on Twitter that that somebody tweeted that it said reasons Godzilla fans think Godzilla will win. It's a whole bunch of big block attacks. The other side says reasons Kong fans think Kong will win. Big Big monkey. Big monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that seems about right. But I mean, he is big monkey. Yeah, I mean, that's the part of me that was enjoying Kong Skull Island was the part going, big monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right, so hey, let's go ahead and move on to some other stuff. Um, I know we talked about we're gonna we're gonna talk about this whole GameStop stocks thing, Stonks. but uh, let's let's get a few of the quick hits out of the way because I have a feeling this GameStop <laughs> thing is gonna take up a lot of time. If we can even figure out how to explain it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, we gotta work our our way up to it. So uh, we just talked about a movie that we are looking forward to. Let's talk about. A TV show that we are not looking forward to. Oh, it's a show. It is a show. It is a. Oh. Ne- it is like a. It's like a Netflix or Hulu original show that they want to do. The early adventures of Willy Wonka, called Wonka. Oh, great! So we get you know the origin of Wonka meeting the Oompa Loompas. We don't need any of it. No, no. it does not need to exist. Especially since they kind of delve into that and. Charlie and, and the Chocolate Factory. And it was awful. Yes, yeah. that movie stinks. That was the, well, that wasn't the worst part of that movie, but that was a bad part of that movie. Don't touch that squirrel's nuts. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, terrible. Oh, awful. Right? <laughs> Disgusting. Not just awful. me. I mean, the only- I hate that movie. I mean, the only good thing about that movie was Christopher Lee being cast as Willy Wonka's dad, <laughs> because that is kind of a cool like dichotomy, but even at that was kind of awful. I mean, I kind of liked the the evolution of music genres from the Oompa Loompa, but it was so generic oh, sounding. Yeah. It was oh, I don't know. I, I like Deep Roy as Deep Roy. The that was Oompa. yeah, that was pretty good. I, I liked Kiss Oompa Loompa. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was pretty. Funny. Some of the visuals were okay. 
kind of neat. Kind of yeah. neat. But it, the movie as a whole is just terrible. Yeah. It's a terrible movie. Anyway, uh, this show uh, or miniseries or what have you uh, is supposed to be... Travesty. Go- travesty, yes, <laughs> absolutely. War uh, Is going to be... <laughs> yeah. Um, is uh, reportedly going to be delving into the um, uh, history, the childhood of uh, Willy Wonka up until the beginning of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, um, we don't need to explain everything. Not everything needs to explain. Ooh, look at Part- the see, see how he finds this stupid elevator. Uh, he's going to have some kind of dark past Ugh. that is... He's made him mentally broken or something. It's dumb. Listen, no, not everything needs explained. The biggest charm of Willy Wonka is that he is an unknown quantity. He's aloof and mysterious. Yes. You can't be aloof and mysterious if you know every single minute detail of his backstory. I I don't care about Willy Wonka's man pain past. Yeah. (laughs) I like the fact. I don't care. Yeah. I like the fact that is. Is he human? Is he some kind of trickster god? What is he? I don't care. Is he three Oompa Loompas in a Willy Wonka costume? Who knows? Is he a Time Lord? That, I don't know. That's what makes it fun. And also, yes, probably. I mean, that glass <laughs> yeah. elevator, probably a TARDIS. Probably, yes. I agree. I agree with that. It's not bigger on the... It's the same size on the inside. Yep. It's a malfunctioning TARDIS. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So, moving on, there was also a trailer. <laughs> it's the size you would expect on the inside. Mm-hmm. He's he's a time lord with very little imagination comparatively. <laughs> comparatively. He's a he's a he's a time duke at best. Yes. <laughs> no, okay, so uh if you are any type of adult that follows stock markets or or any, been on the internet in the last been on the days. internet in the last 24 hours or so You've noticed that there have been some crazy things happening with uh, a couple of different uh, companies' stocks. GameStop, AMC Theater, BlackBerry, there were a couple others. Bed Bath & Beyond. Bed Bath & Beyond, yeah. So um, the the common theme are stocks that, uh, for businesses that are... um, that have been historically uh, low, failing. They're they're low. They're they're slowly on the way out. They're they're and, either they've either been hurt really bad by the pandemic, uh-huh. or they're just kind of obsolete. Yeah, like GameStop, like or GameStop BlackBerry. Or, yeah, GameStop exactly. was both. Yeah. Yes. So and and before okay, before we get into this, again, we are not financial experts. I'm not the mad money man. I I What's, I don't bulls and bears. They both frighten me. I don't know. <laughs> we know more about Kramer from from uh, Seinfeld than the Kramer the, stock man. Yes. I forget what his name is. Something Kramer. But yeah, I don't even. The yeah. mad money guy that the, yells and rings bells the and bells. is obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, anything we talk about, if you go, if you listen to this and go, oh, this sounds like a great idea. I should jump into it. By the time you hear this, it is past. Jim Kramer. Is Jim Kramer. Okay. Uh, so this well, is all speculative. If you ever hear us say something and then you go, that's a good idea. I should probably do that. It's already passed. Well, the time is passed. Probably don't. Probably don't <laughs> also. Yes. But anyway, so there is a thing called hedge funds. Well, that's not where I want to start with this. Let me, let me back that up. Stocks were low for GameStop. Like for a while. Like, for a long time. Like $2 a like share. Like very, very low. And... There was a Reddit group, subgroup. Also called, a Discord. A Discord called, also. Uh, called uh, Wall Street Bets. Wall Street Bets, where they kind of noticed this. And just on a lark, 
just for the lulls, just as a joke, they decided, hey, let's pump a whole bunch of money and buy up a whole bunch of these stocks and crank up the price of the GameStop stocks and the stocks in a couple of other... For time's sake, we're going to say GameStop, but we also mean like AMC, BlackBerry, that sort of thing. It's mostly GameStop. Mostly GameStop. So they did that, and the stock went from around $2 a share... To uh, over three hundred dollars. At one a point, share. yeah, it was it was up over four hundred. Uh, it's like topped out at four eighty nine a, a share, which is kind of insane. And the reason this is important, I mean, just coming off of that, it's be like, oh, okay, hey, that's great, great for, great for GameStop, right? And There's, great for people who had games GameStop stock. Yeah, like it means they're getting more money for their thing. You know why? The reason people are kind of losing their mind over this, there is a thing called hedge funds, which I have had about four different people try to explain to me. And the former guest of the show, Jordan Taylor, has gotten the closest, and I commend her for it. Okay, I think I'm a reasonably smart guy, but when it comes to the stock market, my my brain just glazes over, and I just do not... It does... It re- my brain refuses to sink in. So I'm going to say something and tell me where I'm wrong because I'm going to be wrong. So hedge funds are people who have a low stock and assume that it's going to keep dropping. It sounds like a kind of bush to me. It do- Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> it's where you keep all your money yeah, it's in a, your hedge fund. It's a bush that you hide money in. Yep, that's, it's your hiding bush. Yeah. Anyway, so... so it's it's these rich people who have stocks in very low performing things that are going they assume are it's going to, going to continue to drop because of uh just trends. So they say, "Okay, we're going to these uh hedge fund managers say, "Okay, we're going to borrow this stock, do oh. something do something with it when the assumption that it's going to keep dropping uh, next step question mark question mark question mark profit <laughs> uh, profit. Uh it's called it, it's called uh Quick sales. Quick sales. Yes, I've heard that term used. Again, a brain just s- smooth as glass. So, I don't. <laughs> we might as well be trying to explain to you a sport. I can do a sport. Yeah, that's true. I can do a sport. I can't do a stock. So basically, I don't. I don't know much about stock market either. But I've been reading a lot about this situation. Yes. What I'm saying is, we're not qualified for this. <laughs> yeah. Again, true, true. <laughs> okay. But basically what happened was you had these hedge funds, these these organizations, these companies. Yeah. These financial companies that basically make a game of this all the time of buying these low stocks, selling them immediately. But because they didn't buy them, they, they borrowed them. They can pay back they're the going person to they're borrowing the, them from and they make a little money off the side. They make sign. a little money because they are planning on paying the low price of the downward trending stock. Right. So but because the stock all of a sudden has shot up, they call it a, they called it um, to the moon. To, okay, sure, yeah. Uh, basically, people who achieve, who benefit from this, they called it a miracle trade. Uh, a, a long-standing low-performing stock all of a sudden just gangbusters, money out the door, right? Right. Well, basically, what's happening is all these hedge fund people who you know make a make a, a sport or basically gambling with this yeah it's gambling they're making money off the failures of these businesses yes they're making money <laughs> off right not just the failure of these businesses but because of the way they do the trades and with these particular stocks it hurts the value yes 
They're yeah. destroying the business they, while also making yeah. money off of the failure of the business. Yes, they they are artificially manipulating the the stock market. They're like little fish that are eating bits of the whale as it's dying and sinking to the bottom yes, of the ocean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but because the stock was increased so much, the people who have the hedge funds are now losing their butt because they have to pay back the yeah, negative price. Of they very, have to pay yeah. back the negative equity of what they borrowed. Basically, they're losing a load of money. Yes. And like, there are people that are not happy about it. Oh, no. But Just, most of those people are Wall Street fat cat uh, alleged turrets. Yeah. And, and here's <laughs> the thing. This is all above board. This is all kind of a, a it is very legal. legal thing to do. Just because, and people are mad because the stocks the aren't playing. Yeah, because normal people are doing it, and the and, and the hedge fund fee, people are mad because one, they're losing a bunch of money, and two, it seems like they are. Um, oh, you're not playing the game right. It's it's like it's like someone who comes in and plays a board game with the house rules, and when you start winning with the house rules, someone says you're not playing it right. You're not you're not doing it right. Well, remember that guy on Jeopardy that would hunt and pick for the Daily Devil? Yes, that instead yes. of playing straight down the line like everybody else, and people got so mad at him. Yeah, but he wasn't doing anything wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah, he he knew the statistics. You wouldn't find the Daily Doubles in the top row or the bottom row, so he would just hunt and pick. To kind of keep people on their toes and try to find that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kind of similar thing here. Also, what... uh, Okay, so uh, regular people are actually making a lot of money off of this. Mm -hmm. And uh, by the time this airs, uh, the opposite side of this is going to happen where they're all going to... uh, From what I understand, they're all going to sell in mass as well so that they can make as much money as possible. Which, again, good on them. Stock market, great. Well, I think they've pretty much already been selling. That's they have. They've been selling. And <laughs> that's where the <laughs> next part of the story comes. Despite a lot of the apps. Yes. And stuff. Yeah. Uh, particularly uh, an app called Robinhood. Robinhood. There are, Ameritrade's another Ameritrade one. Ameritrade was another one that it happened on. Um, these are both stock trading apps. Robinhood turns out to be owned by a hedge fund. Yeah. So they are actively trying to stop people from doing what they want to do yeah, which they're, is they're illegal not ma- they're not making the they're not making the game fair because yes. they're stopping trade for just about everybody but from what i've read there are some people that i think they're kind of in the know almost like inside trading are still able to perform their perform the duties as designed which is unfair because they're freezing trades right. on everyone else. And this is getting so so far yeah. into the weeds that, like, this is beyond even what and I... Then, yeah. And then there's, like, a bunch of guys running around on the floor and they've got long strips of paper in their hands. Got one of those green visors. And they're screaming. And, yeah, buy, buy, sell, sell. And there's, like, monitors on the wall and there's, there's text scrolling by and, like, yeah. it's just madness. I don't, yeah. But now it's uh, it's acquiring congressional attention. It's the what Robin Hood did. It's what Robin Robin Hood did, right? Well, anyway, this is a whole big thing, and it's probably going to get even weirder. Oh yeah, Um, it's a bunch of people on Reddit proved that the stock market is fake, and it's it's all all, monopoly money. It's uh, it's all fake numbers that are manipulated by the by the the upper elite. Yeah, Yeah. it's the way for rich people to make more to take their ton of money and turn it into more money without actually having to do anything. 
And the funny thing is, is like the some of the memes coming out about it. Oh, that's great! Is like oh, uh, I mean, it's it's like it's like honey. Yeah. I just mm, 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 <laughs> it's, it's like mm. it's like people saying like uh, uh, sweet ambrosia. Mm, drip it directly into my mouth. Mm, <laughs> num, 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 feed me those memes. You can't. You can't call yourself Robin Hood, but then stop when the actual Robin Hood's things are happening. Yeah. Oh, taking from the rich, giving to the poor? Not us here at Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how much else we could talk about this thing because it, it, it's an ever evolving situation. And I'm sure we're going to have more. We're going to have a follow up next week or in a two weeks or what have you. Um, not me because once the stock I got takes off I'm out of here you're never going to see me again <laughs> that's fair that's fair and also the fact that Elon Musk called it game stonks uh, yeah Elon Musk he's just a he's a guy also he's a rich dude who just keeps getting richer yeah he is the richest dude yeah, yeah he's actually technically su- he has surpassed uh, uh, you know, Bezos. That, that dragon Bezos yeah but his wife is my favorite riverboat captain. Huh? You have a, I've told you that story about Grimes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, you have told me that story about Grimes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Are they married? They're not married. They're not married. His girlfriend is my favorite riverboat captain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, hey, let's go ahead and wrap things up. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find our financial advice and our stock predictions. No, on- you can't. No, no, no. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. You can find everything except financial advice. <laughs> yeah. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload now. Uh, staff at NerdOverload.com is our email address. If you want to email us a question, comment, or stock. Don't, no. No, maybe don't do that. <laughs> we got to have money to buy stock. <laughs> Uh, give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline. Uh, that's 586-372-8020. Put those numbers in your phone in that order, and you will hit our voicemail, and you can leave us a message. And we might play it on the air. Hey, do you like T-shirts? We haven't talked about T-shirts in a long time. We do have T-shirts still. Go to bit.ly backslash Nerd Overload, T-T-E-E, and you can get some shirts. Please, my house is full of shirts. I need them out. No, yeah. we don't actually have stock <laughs> we, on hand. I, but, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I uh, own some of them. They are quite nice. They, they are nice. Yes. They cover they cover the bod very nicely. You can find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. Thank you. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Sonks. Sell. Bye. <laughs>